Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. Today, we will be talking about everything that has happened since the end of Riverdale Season 4, and we're going to gear up for Season 5. It's happening. It's coming in just a couple of days. I am joined today, as always, by the Betty to my Veronica, Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten, how are you doing? Are you ready for some Riverdale? Okay, here's the thing. I'm so excited for Riverdale Season 5. It's been a long time coming. I I didn't know I could feel excited about Riverdale again, but I am so excited. And I mean, I I enjoyed season four as the as the Kowski cast audience already knows. I like season four, and I think that we're just gonna get that extension of season four, and then it's gonna be nuts. So I'm excited. Are you excited? I- I'm excited. I think my problem is that I can't quite get excited about season five yet until I feel like we've wrapped up season four. <laughs> So we're going to do that first. And then I'm kind of wondering if they're going to give us maybe a week or two break in between before the time jump. I feel like that would be helpful, but we'll see. So as everyone has probably heard already, because it's been so long, season four was not able to completely finish filming because of the pandemic. They had to cut off early. And originally there were supposed to be two more episodes. I've just checked the Wikipedia again, and it looks like they've actually split up the final part of season four into three episodes. So there's going to be a quick three episode arc to wrap up season four. And then we're going to jump into what I'm calling season five proper, where there's going to be the time jump and everything. Official season five. Yeah. We have watched the promo. We have probably more me than Kirsten been following How the dare cast you? over the summer and the fall and into the winter. And so I have some things I want to talk about. I'm, I'm in like a weird spot where I've sort of tried to be like a little bit unspoiled. Like, I haven't been diving for info, trying to find out everything, but also, like, if something's presented to me, I'll look at it. So, you know. I, I know some stuff. I know some stuff that's happening. Well, and because you follow everyone, I feel like a lot will get presented to you without having to look for it. Exactly. I'm sure you've got lots of tea. I have no information. All that I know is what's in the promo. Let's go ahead and talk about what we know about the first three episodes that are going to happen. Okay. I have here on the season five Wikipedia, like actually the couple sentence summary of each episode. I don't know. I haven't read them yet and I haven't decided if I want to read them or or if I want to be, I don't, you know, unspoiled going into it. But what we know, and this is just from watching the trailer and everything, is that these episodes are going to cover prom and graduation. And then the sort of wrapping up of the whole videotape plot line from season four. That was very prevalent at yeah. the beginning of season four and then all disappeared and then came back for like the last two episodes. Most of season four, for those who maybe need a refresher, was about the jughead, did he die, did he not die, the preppy kids at the school trying to like kill him and then he didn't die and then Donna got I don't know she was like her grandmother or aunt or somebody was related to like an author and she was trying to seek vengeance it was a whole thing and Brett was the best villain we've seen on the show so far yeah honestly Brett is the best I I still like him a lot and I hope that we get to see like lots of him in these last three episodes I don't think we will I think it's just gonna be a little bit based on that based on that trailer 
where they're visiting him in jail? Yeah. So that's one question I have is, do you think we're going to see Brett and or Donna anymore? And do you think we're going to see them in the time jump at all? Or do you think it's going to be, if we see them at all, it's just going to be these first three episodes? Okay. So I think that we, we well, we know we're going to see him. Uh, mm-hmm. Like that's, we. it's been, right, we it's did in get the one trailer. Shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We saw him okay. in the trailer briefly. And then as for Donna, I feel like we might see her. Honestly, I have it as like a 50-50 shot that we'll see her again. But I feel like she's really fun and I could absolutely see them bringing her in in the time jump just depending on what they do. My experience with time jumps in shows, so they obviously did the time jump in Pretty Little Liars, which was so bad. I stopped watching. Like, I couldn't keep going with it. As well as they do a five-year time jump in Desperate Housewives, which is so wild. And so I hope it kind of goes more in like the Desperate Housewives direction than the Pretty Little Liars direction. Some other ones that we've mentioned before, obviously you don't know about this, but the time jump in One Tree Hill is really famous. The first four seasons take place in high school and then they time jump for the fifth season and they do, I think it's a five-year time jump as well. They want to make sure everybody's out of college. It might even be more than five years. Wait, also... I think that we have to record a One Tree Hill podcast with Brian Cohen. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll get to that at the end of this. Uh, <laughs> at the end of this, yeah, it, it's got, it's on my list of things I want to do this year for sure. I was thinking on the the drive here before I got got back home to record this that I wanted to wanted to rewatch One Tree Hill, even though I haven't ever actually finished it. That's a whole other story. So <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the time jump's going to be interesting. I think it's good for the actors so they don't feel trapped in the high school world. I think it's really going to open up a lot of questions for new characters. It might make some things a little more realistic because these are at least adults battling other adults as opposed to kids battling adults, which I always think is a little weird and why we have issues with the Hiram villain situation. When time jumps generally happen in shows, usually you get two things. One, any parental figures usually start slipping toward the background. That's already been a thing that we've seen happening on this show and we can talk to that talk about that more in a minute I have a whole section on new characters and leaving characters and then the other thing is that usually after like one season of a time jump some of the main cast members might start even the like quote unquote children ones might start uh, Mm -hmm. separating as well so that'd be something else interesting to talk about and maybe some theories for that so in the trailer what we got is a lot more clips of the videotapes and the people in masks dressed up like our main characters we got a couple new scenes that we saw, such as one that looked like a prom scene or maybe a dance or something, and then one that looked like Archie getting uh, having a gun to his head by the Black Hood. Both of those characters were creepy masked versions, so that's going to be some more stuff we've got to look forward to. We have Betty and Jughead having some sexy times, Hiram punching someone, Jughead punching someone who looked to be wearing a studded jacket, so I don't know if that's like a ghoulies thing. I don't even remember if the ghoulies are still a thing on this show. I mean, I think the thing with the ghoulies is that they're a convenient enemy that can be brought back at any time. Like, oh, we need someone to go against. Ghoulies are here. Ghoulie time. Yeah, there's that. We have J. 
Jughead, Betty, and Charles all looking at a hanged body who's wearing a mask. We have Betty saying, I'm never going to get that image out of my head. Archie, who looks like he has a bloody nose, talking about how he wants to go to the dance because it'll be the last one. And then Veronica in a prom dress crying, saying something happened between Betty and Archie. So yay, we're going to circle back uh, to that. Yeah, that was, I think, my least favorite thing that happened in season four was the the Archie and Betty of it all. And like, I get that it like harkens back to the original concept of the comics or whatever, but we're past it. We're done. See, here's where I disagree. I think it's actually could be one of the strongest things that happen now that we have a time jump. Because one of the arguments I've said about this show that's like annoying is the fact that they paired up their four main characters into two pairs and then just kept them there for the most part. There was a little bit of time when Veronica and Archie broke up and they both sort of dated other people. And the reason that it feels weird when they're all together is just that's so unlike CW. CW loves to take a bunch of people and have them all interdate and by the end of the show, you're like, oh, do you think Archie should be with Betty or Veronica? Like, that would be a pretty typical thing. But instead, it hurts the show that they've locked them into this, but I think that there is a 100% chance that in the seven-year time jump, none of those four characters are with each other, and they all have different relationships, and then we have to work back toward these relationships at some point. I think that's definitely what's gonna happen with the time jump, but to me, that's a lot more compelling if they're with, like, completely different people that maybe we don't know yet rather than if there's like a jumble of the existing characters. Yes. So we'll get to that in a second. One thing I noticed about this trailer is there's a lot of prom and a lot of videotape stuff. Didn't even see any graduation. So they're not even putting that in there. Well, half of them aren't graduating. They don't have the <laughs> grades, okay? Yeah, true. Uh, didn't they like Mr. Honey quit? So like, I don't even know what's going on with, do they have a principal? I don't know. Because Mr. Honey got a job at what? Stonewall or somewhere, yeah, somewhere else? He, he like left. Yeah, and they felt bad about it. So this begs the question, who is the person behind the videotapes? I just feel like it's going to be a stranger. Okay, I like the idea of it being Charles. Now hear me out. Because I'm already on board. You don't have to... (laughs) I'm already on board. I think it's Charles just because I think we've had a couple suspicious moments with him, most notably when he goes to the prison and is talking to Chick, and also because he otherwise hasn't really had any kind of plot, and we, we there's like... This show is so annoying because there's like a couple things that they never gave us any kind of clarity on, like Polly or why. <laughs> Where is she? You know, I don't know. I don't know. And we we had several moments of like Charles uh, definitely on purpose separating Polly from Betty and Alice. And I don't know. There's there's a lot of weird things there. But then by the end of the show, it just seemed like Charles was like just on their side and being a helpful older brother with connections to the FBI so they can use his equipment and hide Jughead's body. So there's a lot of stuff there that we need to to figure out. And if he's the bad guy that kind of like helps wrap his plot up a little bit more. Kind of sad just because I wouldn't mind seeing more of him on this show. But if he goes full bad here, there's not really any redeeming himself from that. I don't really know what the purpose of any of this would be. It's also like a really dumb triple bait and switch of like evil Charles is chick. And then we've got good Charles who's also evil. Like, no. And he's also involved with chick. 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, if you're going to make him nice, I need some understanding of what the heck was the thing with Chick then. I, I need you to clear that up and be like, JK, I was just pretending to be friends with him. I don't know. So who's your bet? You got anyone else? Okay, so it's hard to remember who's on this show. Um, I feel like it is something that is only impacting the kids. So it could always be creepy Hiram doing something, but that doesn't really seem super likely based on the types of bad guy stuff than Hiram has done before. I wouldn't hate if it was some of the Stonies. Like, if it's something that, like, Brett and Donna had put into motion. I would like that, I think. I think even if they're not the big bag, they're related somehow. I think Brett is gonna be related to it somehow. Yeah, I think they could be in there. What if, like, okay, so, um, Charles, current Charles, he was, like, adopted and has had a hard life. What if he, at some point, had, like, crossed paths when he was, like, much younger with Brett and they are also bonded in this way because then that also gives Brett more resources. That's possible. I guess the question with all that is like, if Charles is working with Brett, why didn't he tell Brett that Jughead wasn't really dead when he knew about it? Like, there's just a lot of, I don't know. He's there's a too many triple agent. Interwoven. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure on that one. I, I think Charles is just like the most likely option, which is what makes me think that maybe it's not him and that it's going to be something just totally dumb, like with um the Gargoyle King. Yeah, just something completely random. Like just something where it's like, well, how were we supposed to know that. Right, exactly. I agree. So we'll see. Uh, but I figure, you know, they'll figure out who did the tape situation. Wait. They will have prom. Oh, what? Is it possible? I could fully see them just like pulling Penelope Blossom back into this. And then it's like they've forced Penelope to wear a mask at the how place. And so then she's like using masks to terrorize them. I could fully see them being like, let's make this really stupid. And it's just always Penelope. It could be. I would say the one thing about that is I don't know if I could see Penelope. Penelope willingly wanting to recreate her son's death, well, which was one of the videotapes we saw before. But she's just like fully loco now. Like she's yeah, so she was far also trapped inside the Blossom house for a while. She was living so in the sure. walls. I don't think she was trapped. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think don't know she how was, they she get was in choosing out. to be in the walls to terrorize Cheryl, which is very much on par with terrorizing all of them. And it's very Blossom to be using VHS tapes. Well, true. Whoever it is has to also have access to a bunch of people because there's like a lot of kids doing these Are they kids? Being the actors. Hmm? We can't see their faces. They could be adults. Okay. Short-ish adults then. Do yeah. they look I short? Don't we don't know. I feel they, like they I don't know. Normal. I feel like they were... It's hard to tell. They're dressed like kids, so I assumed it was that. I'm not sure. It's weird. Whatever it is. So we'll <laughs> we'll see. And it's someone who has to have a lot of insight into their life because, as we know, one of the tapes was of the whole Betty hitting Jughead over the head with a rock. So we don't know yet. There's a lot there. We'll figure it out. I, I still think my money's on Charles, but we'll come back to that. So no idea who the hanged body is. Maybe Mr. Honey. I don't know. Kind of hate um, to see him die after he was so nice at the end of the no, last episode. No, he, when he wrote Jughead that reference letter of how he's such a good writer to go to the... Yeah. So individually for the four characters, let's talk about them, the four main okay. characters going into this time jump. So I think Betty and Jughead are breaking up. Oh, they're gonna, 100%. The whole, the beans are going to be spilled. Archie and Veronica, they're also breaking up. Can't even remember if they were together. Well, I mean, even if they, if they don't break up, I think that Betty and Jughead will break up at the end of like the third episode leading into the time jump. But I think that Archie and Veronica 
Monica will probably end that third episode still together, but will no longer be together at the start of the time jump. Interesting. I think it's going to be the reverse of that. Okay. I think we're going to get the clean breakup from, from Veronica and Archie, and then we're going to time jump and realize Betty and Jughead tried to make it work, but there was too much there and they couldn't. Okay, what are the work. stakes on this bet since we have we think the exact opposite? The stakes are, if I'm right, uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> how about, okay, wait, how about this? So this is, this is a, a preview pod. Uh, we, there's three episodes of Riverdale still before we are going to get an answer on this. How about, um, we get suggestions from the listeners on what the stakes should be on this bet of who is going to be cleanly broken up and who's going to break up during the time jump. And then we can, we can pick what we want to do during the first episode recap when that drops. Sounds good. Okay. Let's do that. So Tom Palmer, you've got some homework. Yes. So other than that, I think that they're going to have graduation because the reason I think part of that too is I think that like everything is going to really go down in the first two episodes. I think we're going to have prom and the resolution Mm -hmm. of the tapes. And then the third episode will be graduation and then the breaking up of the characters if that happens, I think. Because I think they kind of want them all to be like a little bit kind and back together during graduation. Yeah. That's my guess. I completely co-sign that. I think that there the two episodes are going to be more so like all of the drama that we were supposed to get at the end of season four to kind of wrap things up. And then season three is like the the little bow on top to really separate those last few episodes from the five-year time jump and like what we're, I guess, calling season five proper. Okay. So before we make these next oh, set of predictions, which I want to make. What? Are you like, is it a braid? Is it a twist? What is this? No, I'm just playing with my hair. Let me play with my hair. Oh my gosh. So as I'm here in like soaking wet hair, like. Yeah, whatever. So um, before we make these next set of predictions, I'm going to give you a little bit of info that I know about the time jump. Okay. So we know that it's going to be seven years. We've got some new characters who are going to be introduced. Okay. Actually, first let me say, we've got some characters who are leaving first. We know that Marisol Nichols as Hermione Lodge is leaving, and we know that Skeet Ulrich as F.P. Jones is leaving. So based on that info, first off, how do you think they're going to close out those two plot lines? Let's start with Skeet. Okay. For F.P. For FP. Like, do you think the character's gonna die, move, what? I feel like FP of the two is more likely to die. Really? Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't know what storyline they could write that would justify him leaving town. Like, I can't, I don't buy that FP Jones is moving away from Riverdale unless I guess he's going to jail, but he hasn't done anything to go to jail for in quite some time. I think based on the fact that they tried the whole jelly being thing out and it doesn't seem to be really working. I think he's going to sort of be like Jughead, things are too crazy here in Riverdale. You're going off somewhere, whether it be college or whatever. Uh, it's a good time for me to leave. I'm taking Jellybean. The two of us are leaving. And I think they're also going to write Jellybean out of the show then. I think with FP though, I think we could see him again. Maybe not in season five, but I think he's the kind of person who I could see coming back for like you know, when they mm-hmm. do, not a hundredth episode special because they've already done that, but like when they do a whatever, some kind of big deal thing. Actually, have they? Or would the hundred episode be in this season no i guess it'd be in this season yeah the 100th episode because yeah season the season premiere is going to be uh, episode 77 yes so it'll be sometime later you're right because the first season only had like 13 episodes so i think that we could potentially see him again as like that sort of guest person who shows up at towards the very very end of the series but i think he's leaving marisol nichols as hermione again so the other thing the other plot line from season four that we don't know how it's 
could be wrapped up is like Hiram is battling some kind of life-threatening illness, right? Oh, yeah. He's like dying. So do we think he's going to die? Is he going to die? And then Hermione's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I need to start over and move somewhere new. Is Okay, wait. So if if they kill Hiram, they are 100% going to use him as like a ghost who's like haunting Veronica with every... Like he's like, she's fully going to have full dialogues with her dead dad if he dies. That is, you know that that's what they would do. I don't think he's going to die. But like if he does, they would do that. But I think that he's going to, like, either decide that he wants to spend the rest of his life in a certain way that's not going to, like, he doesn't want to have Hermione, I don't know, tie her, the rest of her life, or the rest of his life to him, and he's going to let her free, I don't know, I don't exactly know what's going to happen there, but I think there's going to be some sort of separation with those characters. I don't, either way, I don't think either Hermione or FP are going to die. No, I think Hermione's going back to New York, 100%. Yeah. And especially, Do you think we're gonna see more Hermosa? God, I hope not. I feel like she was another attempt that kind of like just she's fell just flat. so boring. Like I would honestly argue that Jellybean worked better than Hermosa. Jellybean was the forgotten kid. What if Jellybean's behind all of this? Well, there was a clip in the preview of someone running a knife over Jelly Bean's face while she's asleep. That is true. So yeah, she's definitely going to factor into these last three episodes in some way. That's another reason why I feel like FP might be like, this town's not safe enough for my girl. We're going to leave. Nah, I think FP's going to die. I think FP's going to die and Jelly Bean's really don't want just going to die. I don't want him to die either. There will be, here's the situation. Once FP is off the show, there are no more River Daddies. They're gone. How are we supposed to live with the river daddies we rewatched the first four seasons <laughs> i'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't think so um, i mean i will continue to rewatch season it's two. a tragedy i think what we're gonna have to do is how old do you have to be to be a daddy do you have to be a dad okay i don't think that you have to be a father in order to be a daddy but i think this is a seven year time jump putting the characters at approximately 23 years old is that enough no. for archie to become no. a daddy Absolutely okay. not. Archie does not have daddy energy. I can't believe. I cannot believe that you would even suggest that. I feel like there are some younger. I think new Reggie could be a river daddy in a right. seven-year okay. time jump. New Reggie. Here's here's another one. I could see a world where Mad Dog's a river daddy. Oh I yeah. Honestly, a- Mad Dog might already be a river daddy. Yeah. He's got daddy energy. That one guy who keeps getting involved with Veronica's casino nights, whatever his name is, I think he could be a river daddy. Elio in seven years. Yeah, Elio. If, if, if they soon. bring Elio back, yeah, Elio could be a river, a river daddy. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Not all hope is lost, but uh, we'll see. We're just going to have to reframe what we think a daddy is. <laughs> so. This is such a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Did did I tell you we have a daddy counter on my Twitch channel? So every time I say daddy, it gets yes. updated. Yeah, we're not doing that on the podcast because I'm not counting those as I'm editing. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I never wanted you to count it for the podcast. I was just telling you a thing on my Twitch stream. Come on. Okay, so now we have two known new characters who are coming in. There's probably going to be more than two, but here are the two that we know. Yes. One is Tabitha Tate, who is Pop Tate's granddaughter. And she's played by Aaron Westbrook. And she's I don't so know too much pretty. about the character yet. Like, she's absolutely stunning. I think that clearly what's going to happen during the seven-year time jump, the characters are going to, for the most part, leave Riverdale. And then at the end of this seven years, they're coming back to Riverdale. I think it's I, I think it's going to be closer than that. What do you mean you think it's going to be closer just than like, that? Just like, so based on the just the titles of the episodes that we know so far. So it's episode, season five, episode one is called Climax, then The Pre- 
prepping murders, then graduation. Then the next episode is purgatory, which will be the first episode of the time jump. But then the next episode after that is called homecoming. So I'm assuming that at the end of episode five is going to be when they come back to Riverdale. So maybe we get one episode of sort of seeing where everyone is in their own lives. And then there's going to be some kind of reason they all need to come back. Exactly. I think it's going to be one episode of them all kind of getting the call where it's like, it's like an it part two where all of the kids get are like finding out that they have to go back home. Right. It, it, that that kind of thing. I think it's going to be what episode four is and then they come back because I don't think they want to waste time outside of Riverdale. I don't think anyone actually cares what everyone's lives are like day to day. Like they just need to get yeah. them their ASAP. I was just saying that like I think the time jump, I think the seven years, most if not all of our characters are going to be not in Riverdale. Like I think we will have found out that they all went their separate ways. With the exception of two characters who I do not think have gone their separate ways. I think Cheryl and Tony will still be together <laughs> because I think so. I, I think that if anything, if anyone is going to be still together, it would definitely be Cheryl and Tony. But I feel like we might find out about some sort of like dramatic, like back and forth they've had over the seven years of maybe. like, they're together, sure. then they're at the part, then they're together, then they're like that kind of thing, maybe. But they have also been the most consistent couple that we have. So maybe they're just going to be together. They had one spat one time during Heather's and that was really it. I so. mean, they fought a little bit over the creepy haunted doll situation. Right. Yes. So, okay. So that's Tabitha Tate. And actually here, while we're talking about it, we can talk about Vanessa Morgan real quick. So Vanessa Morgan over the summer uh, or possibly during the spring had made a couple comments online, uh, rightfully so, and was responding to some comments about how she was the least paid cast member and how she was basically just being used. And this is something we've mentioned a lot as like a sounding board sidekick to Cheryl and didn't really have any of her own agency, despite the fact that the character started out having a lot of agency and being an interesting person to the fact that we're like, she was one of Jughead's closest friends. And when Jughead died, she barely got to say anything. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, we kissed once. It was weird. Like, they don't use her well at all. Right. So she had spoken out about that. And then um, the creator of the show had gotten back to her basically saying, I think, I, as far as I can tell, uh, don't 100% quote me on this, but as far as I can tell, she has received a pay raise, moved to the status of main character, and they promised that she would be getting more unique uh, independent storylines. So hopefully that's what we can look forward to of her being a little bit more interesting of a character which I think would be great. One thing that we do know 100% is going to factor into her character, which I also think backs up my prediction about her and uh, Cheryl being together, is so Vanessa Morgan is currently, I believe, on maternity leave, if not right around having her baby. So she has been pregnant throughout the full uh, filming of this season. And she, in her statement on Instagram where she said that she is on maternity leave, she said that the showrunners have been really great about writing her pregnancy into the show. So we know that Tony the character also is pregnant, which is cool. So that's going to be interesting. Oh, wait, so how we have that to look forward to. So if it's, if it's Cheryl and Tony still together and Tony is pregnant, um, how do we think they went about getting pregnant? Do you think they had just like a random sperm donor? Do you think it's like a friend? Do you think Kevin maybe? Ooh, or do we think it's like a character or like a on n- the show? A new character maybe? Like hmm. I could totally see them. I could 
see Kevin like being the sperm donor for them because like I could see Kevin or Fang. And I could absolutely sperm see donor. the show being like, oh, well, we'll get the gay guy to be the sperm donor for the lesbian. Co-. Like I could just see the show leaning into that. I'm making yeah, a prediction. I'm predicting that Kevin is I, a sperm donor. I wonder if they're even going to mention it. If it's not one of the characters that we have, if it's not Kevin or Fangs or somebody, I wonder if it's, or like, I don't know, Reggie. I'm just trying to think of like some of the other characters we have that it could be. Or they could just be like, oh yeah, we're pregnant. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Now there is a chance, smaller chance, I think, but there is a chance that it's not with Cheryl and that Tony's character went off with someone else. We don't know. We don't know. We'll find out. Okay. So for the last new character that was mentioned a couple days ago, and this I think will factor into some of our predictions. Chad Gecko is one of the characters. He is played by Chris Mason, and he is labeled as Veronica's husband. So... Not Gecko. You Do you think she took his last name? G-E-K-K-O? Ro- Veronica sure Gecko. I hope she yeah. kept her own name. So what we know about Chad Gecko is Chad Gecko uh, was a guest starring character on Katie Keene. Didn't watch Katie Keene, so couldn't tell you anything about that. And he's currently a recurring character on CW Riverdale. I think the actor has changed, though. It's uh, He's not being portrayed by the same person who played him on Katie Keene. L- I need to- It says Chad I need to look is a this. Wall Street businessman and Veronica Lodge's husband. He looks in the same mold as an Elio type. I- I, well, I watched, um, Katie Keene. I'm looking at some stills of him on Katie Keene. Oh, she, he was not, like, a major person at all. Interesting. Um, so there's a character on Katie Keene named, uh, Pepper Smith, and she's, like, basically a big fraudster. Like, everyone thinks she's really rich, but she's actually, like, running away from bills and stuff. And she, um, creates a space that's, like, supposed to be, she calls it the pepper plant and it's supposed to be like a a co-working space kind of thing for artists to collaborate and also to party and chad goes invest in it or something yeah he invests in the pepper plant and he like he had been he had had drug problems but then goes to jail and then I guess doesn't. I didn't watch all of Katie King because it was really bad. Oh, yeah. It says they he proposed to Pepper that they sneak off into the bathroom to yeah. do some coke. However, after this stint, after his stint in the Baltimore State Prison, yeah. he sobered up and began to value his life. Hmm. So I think that it must have shown them meeting and then like time passes, to be completely honest. Um, but I don't I don't remember it that well because again, Katie King was so boring. It was absolutely so boring. So I'm going to assume that Veronica goes to school in New York, which means that she probably got into that school that she was trying to yeah, get into. She, what was that called? I, well, she did get into, um, oh, what did they call the, it? Wasn't it the girls' school? It was, um, what was the, up- it's, it, wasn't it like Bernard Academy or something? I don't remember what it was called. It was a real place. This episode of Crossover with Katie Keene, um, well, thanks Wikipedia for nothing. Bernard? Barnard? something like that. Barnard? Is that right? I don't know. Ugh, so annoying. Annoying. Yeah, Barnard. Okay. So let's assume she goes there and maybe meets him in New York. Yeah, like she definitely goes to Barnard. I think that um, there's a good chance they might bring in a little bit more crossover with Katie Keene, just like even a couple episodes. Yeah, that's definitely and possible. And so then they'll bring in the the gay bar with the like drag shows and stuff, which would be exciting because that was the only good part of Katie Keene was the drag shows. So we know that Tabitha Tate is Pop Tate's granddaughter who comes to Riverdale to take over Pop's chocolate 
chocolate shop hoping to franchise the diner. So I think, I don't know, my guess is we're not going to get much pop. Either he has passed away or moved on or done something else. I think pop passing away could very well be what brings everybody back to town. Like they all find out that pop has died and they return to Riverdale like to say goodbye or for his funeral. I think at least one character and it might be the combo of Cheryl and Tony or it might be Archie. But I think at least one character will have already will already be back in town. Like maybe they left for like three or four years, but they already came back. I think Archie would be probably my biggest bet just because he seems the most homebody-ish. But I think that he is going to pursue either whether it be the whole Navy thing that he was doing or uh, boxing in some form. So I think or wrestling or whatever. I think that is potentially going to happen. Um, yeah, I could see that. I I just like don't care about what Archie does or where he goes or any like I don't care about him at all. <laughs> I think that Jughead is going to go to some kind of school for writing. I don't remember what the school was that he got into um, where he he was going to have to stick around and like do another semester over the summer or something of, to finish high school, but then he was going to be able to go or something like that. I don't remember what the school was. And then uh, I think as far as I know, Betty is still going to Yale in Jughead's place. This is another way. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, remember because yeah, they're like, you Jughead know what? It's died. one for one. We just trade people. We don't have a wait list. Yeah. It's fine. It was so bad. So I think that that's possible that she's still going there. That is another way that they could keep Brett in the show is if Brett also is still going to Yale. That'd be kind of cool. So I like your idea of the whole pop being the reason they come back. That's possible. I think that's a good that's a good uh, good guess. Anything else you want to make predictions on? Okay. Or talk about? So we've predicted about the characters that are leaving. We've predicted about the new characters. We have predicted about which couples and see and Veronica being married at the end of the time jump further cements to me that she and Archie will be together before the time jump. Like to me that makes me feel even better about it because that's exactly what they did with the Desperate Housewives time jump and Susan. But I feel like Veronica is like Archie I trusted you. I trusted you so much and you kissed Betty. No I'm sorry. This is it for me. I'm leaving and I'm leaving so much that I will be married later. And then with Betty and Jughead I think it's going to be like they're going to begrudgingly try to stick it out uh, see, because they have Because I just feel like Betty Betty lives. and Jughead have already tried to like stick it out through dumb stuff so I feel like they'll try to switch it up. I mean it's fine. We've we've made our predictions. We'll see what happens. I don't think that there's much else to say really. No not much. I'm I'm looking forward to it starting. Uh, we will figure out our recording and release schedule but we are going to do our darndest to get it out uh, well before the, the following episode <laughs> that will come the next weeks. We'll see. I mean I still can't I can't watch it until Thursdays at I, the very I least. I also can't watch until Thursdays. So, so if we watch on we Thursdays will... and then we'll figure out um, a recording schedule yeah. from there. Yeah. Yeah we'll figure it out but, but we'll get we'll get it out to you guys. We'll uh we'll be we'll be back on schedule for all things Kowski cast and it's gonna be just so much fun. Hell yeah. Um if you're listening to this then the Kowski cast 100th episode will have just come out probably hours before this so feel free to listen to that if you're interested. It's just mostly a clip show of some fun different clips from all the different Kowski cast proje- projects. That includes Revenge, Riverdale, Twilight, The Haunting of Hill House, the MCU, and Survivor All-Stars with various different guests and fun uh, potentially inside jokes or <laughs> if you've listened to them all or just very random moments if you haven't listened to any of those podcasts. But maybe you'll maybe you'll hear something and go, oh, I want to check that out and feel free. We also 
also are going to have some new things coming in 2021 that I'm very excited about. That'll be happening, and uh, we'll uh, we'll give you more information on that as it comes. But for now, it, Riverdale's back. Is it like a warm hug? No. Is it kind of like an annoying, stabbing pain in my eye that's like also kind of enjoyable? Yeah, it's more like that. And regardless, Kowski Cast is like a warm hug, and that's what matters. <laughs> Kowski Cast is like your sassy friend who you can vent to. We, I, I know, okay, I know that Ali Lasher and the Challenger Hop Up are like the drunk aunt of RHAP, but I do feel like Kowski Cast has drunk aunt energy, and I think that in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, in a good way. Drunk ant energy. Yeah. We should try to get Brian on this podcast at some point. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> to talk about One Tree Hill. <laughs> to talk about One Tree Hill. Right, we're going to do that. It's going to be so much fun. It, I mean, people love One Tree Hill. You're going to love it. It's going to be excited. great. And I need a reason to rewatch it because it's my favorite show. How we're going to balance these at the same time? I don't. The editing is going to get sloppier. That's what's going to happen. I mean, and, and be honestly, fine. for your self-care, that's a good thing. It is I a good thing. It'll be great. Yeah, it's it'll be fine. We'll be fine. It'll be all right everyone thank you so much for listening to this we'll be back in just a couple days to talk about riverdale season four slash five and uh feel free to reach out to us on all our social media platforms you can find kowski cast everywhere at kowski cast that's cow with a k including kowskicast.com for all of our episodes we are on itunes podbean our website uh where else can you get music spotify, spotify baby <laughs> lots of different podcatchers um google music google Lots Google Music, Google Podcast, or Google Podcast, whatever it's called, Google Podcast. That's we're a thing. On, we're at, all the links are there. Your, if you're listening to us here, you know where to get us. You know where to get us. If you, but if you're listening to us on some kind of weird app, and you're like, man, I wish they were on Spotify. We are. We're on we're Spotify. There. Go find that. If you are listening to this and you found it on the Kowski Cast feed, but you've decided you really only like Riverdale, there's a Riverdale only feed. If you're listening to this on the Riverdale feed and you decided, you know what, some of that other stuff sounds cool, go check out the Kowski Cast main and feed. download them both. There you download go. Download us on both feeds give us the downloads it doesn't cost you anything yeah yeah do that it'll be great you can follow me everywhere at frail mary and you can follow kirsten everywhere at kirsten said what check out kirsten's twitch streaming she's been doing a lot of oh, that recently yeah hell yeah check out my twitch stream uh twitch.tv slash kirsten said what and then i actually can make an announcement here today that if when this by the time this podcast drops my new podcast will have dropped the first episode it's called Ooh. bojack horse pod and Lindsay wilson and i are doing a BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast episode by episode. Uh, the first one is going to be dropping on uh, January 19th, so it should drop before this drops, I would assume. And uh, how can people find that? That's on your Twitter? A, uh, I'll tweet it out. We Until the first episode itself actually drops, I won't have like a straight up link to it, but I will be tweeting it out. So Kirsten said what is where you need to be to find out about that. And it's going to be really uh, fun and good. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye.